Hi there. I just want to take a quick second to thank Candelabra Geist, Trans Artist of the Day, and Ellie Spectacular. Thank you three so much for supporting us over on patreon.com slash mushroomstation. Enjoy uh, the episode. <laughs> You're about to witness a music podcast most foul. What you're about to hear is likely not safe for work, but if you're unperturbed by coarse language and sensitive content, you'll find yourself wrapped up in a world of music and mystery, the likes of which you've never heard before. Why don't you walk through the door and play our devious little game? everyone to artificial ghost radio and i have some fresh picked music to sell my name is jupiter morningstar my name is joe langlois and you are listening to the world's best music exploration podcast that is haunted though <laughs> i like adding the little qualifier at the end <laughs> this is the best music exploration podcast that is haunted mm-hmm <laughs> I think that's I think that's gonna be my how I cap off the intro section now. Just so that we Perfect. know just so that we know I love it. what we're really doing here. It's the best one. It's the best one. If you can think of a better haunted music exploration podcast, fuck you. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. No, you didn't. <laughs> oh my god. Um Welcome to the show, everyone. Ring, ding, 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 ring, 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 ding, ding. I was not, I realized, I was trying to make just like a random like alert noise, yeah. and I realized that I was doing crazy, crazy frog. Crazy frog. Ding, ding. Yeah. Ring, ding, 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 ring, ding, 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 ding. Um, hi, alert, alert. Wow, wow, wow. Um, uh, so I, uh, here's a fun fact. Uh, this is gonna be, uh, my last Art Ghost episode. Pause for, for dramatic effect. For, for a while. You're not supposed to read the blocking, Jupiter. <laughs> oh, gosh, sorry. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm leaking the scre- script to this episode. Um, nobody's accused us of doing this, but it's like, uh, I have, I have heard of, like, other, you know, improv whatever shows getting accused of scripting. Yeah. And, like, other than the, frankly, absurd <laughs> idea of that, of, like, let me, I can tell you from experience, writing naturalistic dialogue is hard enough. Yeah. Um, But also, like, I, I don't know, there's something so funny to me about that idea. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's, yeah. it's truly ridiculous. But I don't think but that anyone th- would accuse us of that. I don't. I don't think so. Uh, but also, like, would you have to like, would you have to account for all of the times we interrupt each other, or is that just like a performance thing? That's a. Per- that's definitely no. Actually, I think they are all written in. Uh, They're all written inter- in. Okay. Yeah, there's a special demarcation for interrupting lines. Sure, sure, uh, and. The thing about it is, is that no one will ever know for certain if if we're telling the truth or not, mm-hmm. because this whole bit could be scripted too. Yeah, and we're just really good. I think, <laughs> I think the thing that you have to do is you have to believe that both of us are really good at reading and focusing and memorizing lines. And if if you believe yeah. all of that, then this could be true. It it could be true, and and honestly, I thank you. I thank you for putting that much like faith and confidence yes. into us. I think it is really sweet of you, and you know that's such a compliment. Jupiter, um, what is this episode's musical theme? We have. I didn't even do the announcement. 
Oh, right. Right. You made the announcement noise and then uh, we got a little derailed. So we got a little derailed. Let's do the announcement Um, now. Yeah. (laughs) It's scripted, by the way. (laughs) It's it's very concise uh, information delivery. It's very good. Um, So uh, so I was I'm surprised, as I'm sure y'all are surprised. Uh, I'm leaving the show now. Uh, <laughs> For a little while. <laughs> we're just swapping while. out hosts. It's just, it's just musical chairs. <laughs> yeah. So I was caught off guard a couple of days ago because I got a very out of the blue phone call that I'm, that I am getting my funny little bottom surgery next week. Yeah. It, it, it was supposed to take another year to get to that part, but then... But then it's happening next week. By the time this episode goes out, uh, it'll be tomorrow. <laughs> Which that's that's fucked up. You want to yeah. think about that? Um, so if you're uh, if you're listening to this episode, go to twitter.com and at Jupe Morningstar and say good luck on the pussy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, you know what? Go for it. <laughs> she asked for this, so yeah, I did. I did, motherfucker. Um, so so yeah, this is a surprise, and I'm very excited and pretty stressed out, but just generally very excited, and it's gonna be great. And I'm very excited to to get this done. I am gonna be like knocked out, like not literally knocked out, but I'm gonna be out of commission. Out for, like, of commission minimum two weeks up to four uh maybe more i i my i tend to heal pretty quickly but even still you know i want to be generous with the estimate uh that i might be gone yeah have we talked on the show yet have we talked at all about your your wolverine-esque healing factor you know you have (laughs) (laughs) look I will say so. Uh, my brain is fucked. My me- my mental situation is a. I have three different doctors who are trying to figure out what the fuck to do with my brain, but my physical health uh, is apparently pretty solid. As a horse. <laughs> as a horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me tell you, as a horse. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, like. Uh, but I, uh, we will see. We will see. You know, I mm. I can't give any predictions right right now. The upshot of all of this, for as term in terms of network proceedings, is that all of our like extracurricular activities for the next little while are going to be delayed. Um, we were planning yes. on doing the next installation of Toadstool Express next month. Um, that's certainly not going to happen. Uh, but we will probably get to yeah. it in October if we can or. You know, as soon as possible. Um, For our, we are still doing a public stream. Well, I guess by the time this episode goes out, that will have happened. Um, It'll have happened. And then you can go over to our YouTube page and watch it. Yeah, you could do that, which you can find all that information at the the website, which is uh, www.mushroomstation.net. Um, that's going to sound so good in the final cut, Jupiter. <laughs> Nobody's going to know that I stumbled over it four times. Nobody's going to know. <laughs> Nobody's going to know. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk more specifics about that in the break part of this mm-hmm. episode. But for now, just know shit's going to get a little bit wild it's gonna get for wacky. a minute. It's going to get wacky. But I do want to button this off with saying, you know, that the, all that other stuff will be delayed. But the mainline shows, uh, Art Ghost and Enchanting Aspects, will be continuing on as scheduled. So yeah. you, don't worry you know about what? that. You're going to get your content, okay? You know what? You know what makes me upset about all of this hmm. is that I have to delay Ghost Town Pacific coming back by even longer yeah, because of this. It was. I want to let y'all know right now. It was supposed to start airing again uh, by the end of this month. And what has ended up happening is that never fucking mind, I guess. Yeah. But I, yeah. Uh, you know what? Halloween, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, well, well, we'll see. We'll see. But, we'll see. We'll see. Um, uh, but yeah, I, 
don't forget about Ghost Town Pacific, even though it's been like eight months or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I think it is time to actually get into the show. Yes. Which I want to tell you right now that this episode uh, is songs you would find at this farmer's market. Yes. And it was suggested in our Discord by one of our patrons, Turtle Lover two two four four. Thank you, thank so you, much. Turtle Lover two two four four. Thank you, uh, thank you uh, I'm for excited. giving me my last prompt for a while. Yeah, I was I was excited about this theme. It's it's a good theme. It's nice and this sweet. Is a, yeah, this is a, this is a nice and and sweet one to end off on, and. Uh, I think that I want to get pretty immediately into my song. Okay. So when I was thinking about uh, farmers market, and you know, like I've I've been to a farmers market or two in my day. Uh, I don't tend to go often because they are never in a convenient location. Mm. Uh, but uh, because I don't drive, and so they're always sort of like out of the way um but farmers markets are always great and it's always the best place to get good honey but i love going to like farmers markets or little like festivals or, or there shops. was like a pop-up shops there was um there was a very cool like international market that got set up uh near where i live uh, uh several months ago uh, maybe even a year ago or whatever. And it was super, super nice. What I love about those kinds of like open air markets is like you get people selling groceries or like trinkets or mm-hmm. jewelry or whatever. And then you also get people who are like cooking. <laughs> right. <laughs> who right. are running their like outdoor uh, 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 fucking food pod whatever why can't i remember the name for it but anyway um and and you can get some really fucking delicious food i got some fucking samosas which are uh, some of the best food to ever be created (laughs) yeah i'm i can't get better like spiced potato carrot mush with you know there's other vegetables in there yeah uh in a in a fried dough packet Mm. You can't, you can't get better than that. Yeah. It's super good. Um, uh, food. I've said this before, but the dumplings of the world are the the best category of food. It's yeah. got everything you want. <laughs> um, and they're but, convenient. And they're convenient. Like you can just get fucking five dumplings on your way to work, and then you know shove them down your throat. That's that's just how it is in a mm. lot of places in the world. Um, but yeah, so uh uh so there is also at a farmers market, at least in the ones that I've been to, there is almost always some like live folk musician yeah. playing. Yeah. Um as a little sidebar, uh Amy makes a habit of sometimes going to a local farmers market and drawing people's pets. Yeah. Um, and this is something that, you know, we do every once in a while when we have a free weekend or whatever. And there's, uh, you know, at the at the one that we go to most regularly, like, you know, you go there more than once and you start to recognize people. And it's this little community within itself of like the vendors. Right. And there's this yeah. one guy that we refer to. Everyone refers to as guitar guy because he's always there <laughs> with a guitar and a smile. And uh, it's just nice. Yeah. I I think like. Those these sorts of like open air markets are so wonderful because they give you like a way to interact with your community in a yeah. really like tangible, wonderful way. Yeah. And like honestly, like you get so much better like the reality is that it tends to be more expensive, right? Yep. Um uh which like is for a good reason. They're not mm-hmm. ripping you off. Right. It's just that like quality comes with a bigger price tag, right. uh, and also like not only quality but like ethical production. Exactly, the knowledge that I'm putting this money into the hands of the creator and not five steps of production along the way, you know, mm-hmm. and with with factories of 
underpaid or unpaid labor. Exactly. Um, or literally fucking prison labor or right. whatever the, f- like, it's awful. But like, you, you, you go to these little markets and like, like the, the people running the shops can tell you the story of where this thing came from directly person to person, you know, like it's really very cool. Um, and like in my, in my ideal, you know, imagined, uh, uh, version of society that I, I would love to see us get to post capitalism, it, you know, would be a lot more of these open air markets and a lot fewer supermarkets. Right. Um, uh, uh, you know, with, with food distribution systems that make sure everyone gets to eat, you know, all of that fucking anarchist living. But, um, uh, but that said, right. So that's, that's getting distracted. The actual thing that I want to really focus in on are the, the live folk musicians that are always there. Sure. Because I went in a direction for this episode that I have never gone for a single episode of this show. Uh, because I have been doing my best to make it a practice of exploring genres that I wouldn't otherwise think about. Mm-hmm. So I went down the folk tab on Bandcamp. <laughs> and if I'm honest, it did not, cause I have made it quite a, clear stance that i am not a fan of acoustic music most Mm. of the time yeah i was wondering how you were gonna handle this one yeah um but if i'm honest i can maybe take the l here because it did not take me very long to find good music yeah the trick is is that i did not click on any of the like album arts that were just like a white boy with a guitar black and white you know like i i branched out can uh, i can i tell you uh something a little bit fucked up jupiter what's that i found that that method of selecting music also kind of applies to uh the genre country oh sure yeah 100 (laughs) percent. yeah i was i I was so my mind was blown when i realized that there is good country music I want to I want to say it right now that like I think that country gets I'm not like a biggest or I should say that I don't have the most country knowledge. Yeah. But I wouldn't throw away the whole genre in the same way that I wouldn't throw away any genre implicitly. Yeah. You know, unless it was like for sure. For sure. I used to for sure. I used to all the time. I'd be like country. Fuck this. Yeah. Uh. Uh, I don't know. Honestly, rock and roll, man, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, I think it's more that just like the radio saturation of boring ass artists. That's what it is. Really, like, uh, gives a bad impression about what the breadth of music is really like. Right. But anyway, so I found a true. Sometimes. Sometimes you like with all of the Bandcamp songs that I've brought so far, I have thought that they are all very good. However, sometimes you find somebody genuinely special, mm-hmm. genuinely with some sort of magical musical quality that just honestly transcends music criticism if i'm honest (laughs) because it's like fucking doesn't matter this is just good it connects to some raw part of my humanity right um and i don't even know how to fully quantify it because this song and this artist are very new to my life uh uh in fact only about an hour or two uh, so far existing in my life, but, um, but the, it's just really good. Uh, the song that I am bringing is Chained to the Rhythm by Amethyst Kaya. Okay. Uh, off of her album, Pensive Pop. Uh, and, uh, I am, I'm very excited to talk about the song, uh, uh, but I don't want to, 
I don't want to do like lead up to it. I I think it should just stand on its own. So with that said, uh, let's give this song a little listen. What'd you think? I thought it was fucking great. <laughs> I think you. I fucking love covers like this. If if you're gonna do a cover, make it your own. And boy, oh boy, did that happen with this song. Oh my god, I didn't even realize it was a cover. <laughs> oh no. Oh, I'm so sorry to do this to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's, uh, you know what? It is, it is okay. And the fact that it's a Katy Perry song also, that's it's, it's, awesome. It is, because we've talked on the show, I'm pretty sure, specifically about Katy Perry and about how a lot of her lyrics are, like, really depressing and really dark, but it's over mm-hmm. this, like, insane, highly produced pop shit. Um, and this brings it in that other direction and makes the song their own. And I, I think, and and when you talk about like you evoke this like person with a guitar at a farmer's market like i could see that i could see this person like playing a pop song a song that people know to get their attention but making it their own and just having this spellbinding performance yeah absolutely and something about uh her music because i've listened to the entirety of this album and first off i want to go ahead and say uh her voice is incredible phenomenal incredible <laughs> it yeah. is truly truly phenomenal like oh my god um the whole album is just so uh, i i say album i guess ep is more accurate uh pensive pop um right. which i swear to god if these are all covers i think I they might because it, it's called pensive pop and <laughs> yeah that's what i'm thinking that's what i'm thinking about um they might all be but uh, uh, but that said, I think that that, like, that just goes to show, uh, the absolute, like, transformative quality that just, like... Right. That a cover can have. Exactly. It's, 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 it's exactly what I was talking about with Cake last time. And, um, like, I, I think, like, just singing... Oh, my God. If, if I hear a cover and... Like if I if I hear a song come on the radio or whatever and I don't know if it's the original or the cover, you did a bad job. Because like if, yeah. if the instrumentation is the same and it's just you singing it, I don't care. I don't care. I a hundred percent I a hundred percent agree. Um okay, so uh these are all covers, did not even realize. Uh there's Level Tears Apart, which is originally a Joy Division song, and then there's Hitch and a Ride. Which is originally a Green Day song, and Sugar looks like a Maroon Five. Okay, so there is there is the the Sugar song by Maroon Five. That's probably what it is. Um, on her Bandcamp, she has written truly nothing about anything. So <laughs> you're just you just have to you just have to participate in in whatever way feels right. But yeah, um, but yeah. So uh, the reason why I picked this song specifically. Uh, uh, out of the, th- you know, three other songs, um, is that there is something so like something about the vocal quality and like she sounds distant, yeah, like physically distant. Yeah. There is a a reverb and an echo to her voice that really like something that I think is really acoustically interesting about like a setting of a farmer's market is that um, farmer's markets almost exclusively are taking over something else. Yeah. 
a, a, a street that doesn't get used that much or a plaza or right. a town square or something like that. Um, a, which, uh, by the way, uh, does show that, uh, that these spaces, uh, can be reclaimed for better uses. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, uh, but that said that, um, that because of the nature of these, you know, uh, very, uh, I don't know, repurposed spaces, these repurposed outdoor urban spaces, uh, uh, you know, at least from my position as someone who has always lived in, you know, a fairly major city, mm-hmm. um, because obviously farmers markets in more rural areas are going to look different. But I think the the quality is the same acoustically of uh uh or very similar of like just the way that the music echoes throughout the open air, bouncing off buildings, bouncing off whatever and just becomes this like atmospheric yeah. I don't know, not this atmospheric sound that just fills the space and all of the people in it. And there is something about this song that like just really hits on that acoustic quality that I just really, really love. I love it. I, I, it's something that I really like, cause I never, when I'm at the farmer's market, I never like sit down and yeah. watch the musician. Yeah. Like I'm glad to hear them. I never really like. I'm I'm so sorry to every local musician who has ever played at an event that I've been at that I have never followed up on you. <laughs> <laughs> uh there is a very specific sonic quality that comes from that space that just makes like that is the point of an acoustic guitar. And there is an electric guitar in this song too, but it's like you never hear an a electric guitar takes second place to an acoustic. Right. And I love it. Yeah. It's so cool. It is. Uh, and yeah, I just like, like, obviously I think Amethyst, uh, uh, Kaya should be, you know, like playing at, you know, getting more attention, playing more like appropriate venues than a farmer's market <laughs> but if she played at a farmer's market oh my god it would be so sick it'd be killer yeah yeah and and like also there's that like if this this ep in particular was played that uh of that like quality of like oh i think i've heard the song before but right. no i haven't yeah you haven't heard you know? this song yeah exactly yeah yeah, it's it's just so fucking cool. Um, I also want to highlight how the cover art for this EP, for the two singles that were released, uh, Sugar and Hitching a Ride, it's the same photo, but has this different, like, holographic Distortion, quality on yeah. it. Like, it's it's just super cool. It is. I, I, I am definitely going to be keeping an eye on Amethyst Kaya for, for a fucking minute yeah <laughs> her shit is so cool but yeah that's i think that's that's what i got that's what i got on this one excellent performer excellent choice jupiter thank you good. very thank good you. um i had trouble uh picking the right song for this one but i didn't really i didn't really struggle with it for too long this time i, I found one and i was like that'll work <laughs> and uh <laughs> it, it's a band that i've been wanting to bring to the show for a while so this will be my opportunity to do that. Yeah. Uh, the song that I've chosen for this theme is Sweet Berry Wine by Fat Knight. All right. Have you heard of Fat Knight, Jupiter? I have never heard of Fat Knight, no. Um, they came up probably in a Discover Weekly or whatever a couple years ago for me. And I was like, oh, this is good. And I looked into it a little bit more. And I found that this is the band that is populated in part by i don't want to say it's his band but it's gabriel gundacker who is uh internet internet funny man (laughs) yeah oh you are my dad guy and yeah um, yeah the uh uh uh, and zendaya is michi zendaya is michi and a personal favorite um oh is this music this is nice the the (laughs) guy who doesn't know what music is (laughs) the guy who doesn't know what music is Yeah, yeah yeah um but 
this band is not a comedy band, I will say. <laughs> well, honestly, I, I kind of wouldn't expect it to be. So yeah. I I don't know. I'm very fascinated by this. Um, yeah. Damn, all right. Um, that's not why... I mean, it, it certainly has sparked more of an interest for me, but I genuinely love this album so much, and not just this one. I've listened to a couple of their albums, and I, I've, it's got a really good quality. So I hope that you agree, and uh, we're going to find out in a little bit. So let's give it a little listen. Sweet Berry Wine. Ruthie wants to back down to the river, and boy, you know I'm glad. Up to my neck in bushes, thorns and snakes can all be damned. You know I take a thousand pricks for a jar of pickle jam. Roots so sweet, friendship so fine. Ruthie, what's the recipe for blackberry wine? Daytime picking. So there you have it, Jupiter. What do you think? I I I really liked this one. This is a good one. Good. I'm glad. Uh yeah, no, this is um first off, I have a question. Hmm. Uh is this song set during the prohibition? Oh, maybe. I'd sort of see like Yeah, it could be. Yeah, there's no work to be had like during the depression and was the depression? The- Sorry, I'm an idiot. Were the depression and the prohibition like overlapping? I don't. Maybe I'm an idi- idiot. Prohibition started in 1920. 1920- so yes and no. Uh, okay. Prohibition ended in 33, and the Great Depression was, or yeah, the like the the stock market crash was in 29. Okay, so, so. there's some overlap for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it could be. So- yeah, uh, uh, I also, uh, you know, love love the line, I'd like to see one of the boys in blue try and steal st- my Blackberry. Yeah, no, not gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> not gonna not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Do you ever think about how during the Prohibition, uh, everyone fucking hated cops? Yeah. And then, and then Prohibition ended, and then they were like, actually, cops are great. Cops are awesome, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it was like right after that, like, was like the 50s where where like the image of the like g- goofy hometown cop started to really uh, well i think you're missing an important really step of the puzzle there which is world war ii that is true world <laughs> war II, yeah look we're not not gonna lie there world, <laughs> world war ii changed some things um yeah so um yeah no this song uh uh honestly like I could so very thoroughly imagine this, like, like at a at a farmer's market with, you know, this like one of the stands is, you know, selling Blackberry, all sorts of things. Yeah. Uh, you know, run by this like very enthusiastic old woman. Yep. Uh, who is like very friendly but a little pushy. Mm-hmm. And she is like she has her own little speaker set up and is playing this song. Yeah, I can imagine that so distinctly. Yeah, and every every weekend asking her for the recipe for yeah. blackberry wine. I mean, oh, I also that's just Ruthie. Yeah. yeah, that's Ruthie. Uh, yeah. I I just love like the. I mean, first of all, like the vibe of it, like is very good for walking around. Um, yeah, and just kind of yeah. visiting folks. It's very like friendly and calm and lilting, and like it's a good walking song. Um, but also like with the imagery of it, like the first line, ten thirty a.m. on a Saturday, and there's no work to be had. So like I don't know. It, they they talk about like going into the woods and picking berries, and then there's other lines in the song that are about t- specifically about turning those berries into wine. And like the prospective character of the song doesn't know how to do it, but is like the little buddy of Ruthie and is excited every time that they get to make it. And yeah. um, there's one specific line that made this one stand out for me. The reds will all turn purple and the purples will be black. Just talking about mm-hmm. like having a distillery or whatever and having different, you know, projects at different stages and the, the craft craftsmanship that goes into making anything that goes to a farmer's market. Yeah. And there is something like, like, 
There is such a inherent and wonderful joy in the process of creation. Yes. And, exactly. And just the like to have this, you know, narrator character be so excited about about f- fucking around with some blackberries mm-hmm. is just it's just so sweet. Like yeah. I, like I really and, and there is also like there is this real sense and this real reality of like um there's this line uh you know i take a thousand pricks for a jar of pickle jam right and i've never heard of pickle jam (laughs) uh sounds like it would go fucking awesome on crackers let's be real (laughs) but i've never heard of pickle jam and i googled pickle jam and there are no instances (laughs) of some that i can find of somebody pickling cucumbers and then turning those pickled cucumbers into, into jam. jam. Yeah. But also, now I really want to try some pickle jam <laughs> because it's just, there's something like when you're at the farmer's market and you, because there is a real very thing like when you are, especially working with food, of like, well, you don't want to waste all of these bits. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to like, yeah, I've made a fuck ton of pickles. Now I need something to do with those pickles. Right. You know, and I'm going to eat them. But also, what if I made a jam? Yeah. And then, you know, for me to be like at the farmer's market, I'm just like perusing, perusing. And I see a sign labeled, hey, ch- try our pickle jam. Mm-hmm. I'm like hello? What the fuck is that? I need to try it. And there is something like, I don't know, there is just this, like, raw, genuine excitement about, like, buying something, or, or uh, you know, whatever, just, like, getting some food that somebody put a lot of, like, thought and time and energy yeah. into, and that is, like, you know, as as there are, like, not many layers of separation between the person who made it and you eating it, and, like, the excitement and the joy that comes yeah. from, like, finding some new food or whatever, or, you know, or... You, you want a quick yeah. life hack, listener? Uh, if you go to a farmer's market and you see something there, whether it's food or, a, like, a little trinket that you're interested, especially if you're interested in, especially if you're interested in purchasing it, ask the vendor what the process was like of making it because nine times out of 10, they're going to be thrilled out of their gourd to talk about it. Like, yeah. I- I'm, I'm not kidding. I, I, I have gone like just on slower days at the farmer's market. I've just kind of walked up and down the stalls and just talked to people about how they did what they did. And I've learned a lot. And like, you know, I very rarely even bought anything because we're there to sell stuff, but like, yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's it's fun. And sometimes hearing that little story is enough to push me over the edge and be like, yeah, you know what? I do want one of these little ceramic birds or whatever. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. cool. It's cool shit. And it's like, so cool. People out there just, I mean, I guess doing what we're doing with this podcast and what everyone does just on a day to day basis and making their impression in the universe and like putting. I, what, what's up, Jupiter? I, sorry, like. Something about that phrase of like making your imprint on the universe, yeah, doesn't quite sit right with me. No, and the reason why is because I think the act of creation is fulfilling enough that it it's fulfilling whether or not it's experienced by anybody or makes it a, a mark. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I I hundred percent agree with that. Like. I I have been making podcasts for a long time and for yeah. a, most of that time I had no real uh like reason to believe that I I had a listenership <laughs> but that didn't stop me from making it but if you have an opportunity to connect with somebody else who can experience it like that's that's fun it's it, there there's a yeah. joy to it and it, yeah I think I think you're right that like the idea, like maybe that phrasing isn't quite right, but um, but something about breathing a little bit of yourself into the world and having a tangible thing to look at and and say I made this, whether or not it looks like a hundred other things, doesn't matter. You made that one, 
And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's that's always exciting. It's always fun. Yeah, um, I, yeah, and and you know this 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 ties into some like other thoughts that I have about like I think a lot about making stuff. Um, and this ties into a lot of other thoughts that I have about that. But you know, to be honest, I I don't want to like spiral off. Sure. But this is I feel like this is a conversation I could just have forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I mean me me too like it's 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 endlessly entertaining and and interesting and it's endlessly important it's so weird that Mm -hmm. to think that this conversation or the subject matter or whatever has been talked about infinite times and will continue to be talked about and yet it continues to be fulfilling Um, yeah i i i think that there is like there is this like myth that humanity uh, or existence or whatever is a you know consistent progression of like right. from you know bullshit to perfect or whatever right. yeah and thanks Hegel. I, th- that's completely like that's nonsense fucking carl young was a bitch because <laughs> there is there is no such thing as a fucking collective unconscious are you fucking mm. kidding me no the <laughs> like if if one person or a group of people or whatever have have made something or discovered something or experienced something that is not the same as you know, everyone on, that is not like humanity made that. Right. Right. It is those people made that. Right. And you could make it too and have a equally fulfilling experience, even if, you know, it's been done before. Right. And humanity is a process of discovery and rediscovery. And, you know, there's always progress and healing and you know reducing the amount of hurt in the world that can be done Mm -hmm. but like the raw beauty of humanity is not that we are working our way towards some perfect existence even as someone who would consider myself to be a bit of a utopian where i Mm -hmm. you know imagine the the society that i would like to exist to give me a goal to right work towards but that's i mean that's also one of the most important functions of utopianism yeah. is to have that goal. Like whether it's yeah. achievable or not, it's still like a target. Mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs> I want to say this right now. Art is so fucking cool. Yeah. Art's cool. Y'all art's fucking cool. And making food is art by the way. Yes. Uh, absolutely. Cooking, cooking is art. Yes. Cooking is art. Actually, the most profound level of art in terms of cooking is not the fucking celebrity chefs or high-end restaurants. The purest art of cooking is uh, somebody in their home making a, even if, uh, even a flawed meal for somebody they love to show that they love them. That is the most profound form of art. And making these little, like, making the food that you can get at a farmer's market, being able to directly give that to people who will enjoy it and to see the faces of the people who made it and for them to see the faces of the people who will enjoy it and to have these little conversations, that's love, a love of humanity that I think is so fucking beautiful. I completely agree. And yeah. obviously, I wish money was not a part of that equation, uh, <laughs> and someday it won't be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, here, here. Well, that's why I picked this song. Um, it's not my favorite song on the album. Uh, it's the whole album. I think kind of threw me for a loop when I first heard it because I could have sworn it was produced in the seventies. Um, oh, but sure, no, yeah. It came out in twenty fourteen. Um, it just sounds so much like classic music. Like it, it just sounds like it fits right into that era. Um, yeah. If you really have does. any interest in it, I would recommend the song "The Warmth." It's it's a phenomenal song, um, but it didn't fit the theme, so I didn't pick that one. Yeah, there's something <laughs> uh, something about this song, and and this is the only song in the album I've heard. But something about this song is just so like such simple pleasures. Yes, exactly. You know? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and and I figure that 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 
might be a theme that continues on this album. Yes. Uh, is, yeah, I would say so. Is a, is a level of, of, like, the lyrics aren't exactly complicated, you know, whatever. It's, it's not deep. Mm-hmm. But it's it just is nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's take a break, Jupiter. Let's, let's take a fucking break. Let's be nice to ourselves. Yeah, let's do it. We need rest. <laughs> One, two, three, let's go. It's time for the break. The the, the break announcement, I guess. Which we kind of already announced. Uh, Yeah. I think we did most of the work. So I'm just going to recap just to make sure we didn't miss anything. Mm -hmm. Jupiter, our fearless leader, (laughs) is going to be out of commission. From mushroom station activities and m- most other activities. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be streaming either for a while. Starting the day after this episode comes out. However, you should continue to expect uh, episodes, regular episodes of Artificial Ghost Radio and Enchanting Aspects. But for everything else, um, we're going to delay it until further notice, and we're hoping to have the next Toadstool Express event in October. Instead of September, yes. So yes, that's uh, it. And 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 I and I also want to like like uh, uh, to talk uh, in in no particular amount of detail about the surgery. From what I have been made aware, uh, uh, because I am going for the less intensive version of the surgery, the recovery should be a lot easier. Uh, it sh- it shouldn't be too bad, but I don't want to give a wrong estimate on on when I will be back. Uh, right. I I would rather just you know let myself recover naturally and right. not put any uh, pressure and then, on yourself. Exactly, Ooh. and then and then return when I feel like it is yeah. when I'm fully comfortable and and feel like I am you know not gonna be at risk of fucking stretching the wrong way and causing a problem <laughs> uh but yeah so i'm i'm very excited uh but yeah this is just this, this is just gonna be the the last uh well i guess second to last thing that you will hear from me uh for a few weeks uh you know the the enchanting aspects episode uh next week will also uh feature me uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's where we're at right now. So I will see you all soon. Four weeks isn't even that long. No, it's really not. It's really um, not in the grand scheme of things. So Jupiter, are you, uh, are you ready to spin the wheel of discord? Oh. I am absolutely fucking ready to spin the wheel of discord. Cool. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! Such a muted reaction to me fucking pouring my heart and soul into the worst voice I've ever done. It was phenomenal. Are you kidding me? That's that's what I wanted. That's exactly what I wanted. We can oh share God. this I, burden. We can share this burden. Sometimes, sometimes, uh, sometimes a weight can be placed on both of our shoulders and not just one. <laughs> What's the song? Oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> Alright, we're playing it fucking easy. We're we're playing it fucking easy today. Easy mode. Uh the song that I've rolled up on the wheel is Starshine by the Gorillas. Okay. Off of their uh first and title album. This song is good, but I it's not extremely memorable from what I remember, but uh, I sort of, as we've talked about, I sort of stop paying attention to the gorillas post-humans. Yeah. Uh, of the, like, four canonical albums, I guess, uh, uh, that I pay attention to, the the first album is definitely, it, like, the weakest, because they're just getting their footing. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it's, it's still good, and I'm still excited to listen to this song. So, uh, I think without any further ado, let's, uh... Let's let's give this song a little listen. 
Sounds good. about that one it's good i you know I, I i went back and forth i was like this is boring and i was like no it's good like it's it's not a hit obviously it's part yeah. of an album um but thinking about it that way like as an interstitial track almost i i, I like it it's it uh, it's it, it's distant in a way that i think lets you zone out a little bit and sure it's not the most fun or engaging song in the world but like a song doesn't have to be those things to be good music. Yeah, yeah. It was um this this song is uh it's 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 like a it's a good filler track. Yeah. On uh, uh with a band that doesn't necessarily after this point have a lot of filler tracks. Right. Uh well, okay. Maybe that's maybe that's unfair because they have had several filler albums. <laughs> Yeah, you remember. So I was yeah, saying that I was going to say was like there's, there's filler tracks on Demon Days even. There, that's fair. Um, uh, I was just l- thinking about it, and there are because I I said oh D like the, the four canonical albums and D sides. Yeah. Um, you know before before the now now when I stopped caring. Uh, yeah. But and they did too. And they did too. But uh uh. <laughs> but there's fucking two other albums that I was not even thinking about. There's Leica Come Home from 2002, the second album they ever made. Oh. And The Fall from 2010. Oh, yeah. And no one ever thinks about these three albums. I've never Besides heard Fall and Leica of Leica Come, Come Home. Never heard of that. Uh, it is a collabor. <laughs> it's a collaboration album between Gorillas and Space Monkeys. Mm. Um, uh, which at that point, like, is it really a a collaboration between Gorillas and Space Monkeys, or is it a collaboration between Damon Albarn and Space Monkeys? Right. <laughs> I don't know. But at any rate, uh, uh, I have never heard like a come home. I do not know how such an album came to exist. Uh, and the fall. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Does anybody care about this album? Shout out. Shout out in the Discord. If you like any of the songs... Just to spite you, Jupiter, I'm going to become a yeah. gorilla's expert. <laughs> <laughs> I really... I would I would genuinely love for somebody to fucking prove me wrong and be like, no, actually, The Fall it's, is a great album. It's an it's underappreciated so album. It's so weird because gorillas is like... I, I think that most people can agree. Gorillaz is a good band. Like, like yeah. they have really good music. They have some of the best music and a unique style. And like, I don't know. It was definitely very formative for me. I, I liked that it sounded different than a lot of other things. And I still like that about them. But they also have such stinkers. Like, such absolute, like, just boring. Like, and not boring in this way. Like, Starshine is boring, but it, it seems to serve a purpose. Whereas their later stuff that's boring is just like, it's filler. It's just like, you know, like, er, like getting a paycheck, basically. Yeah, honestly, at this, like, genuinely, I would say, and plenty of people would say that this is unfair, but I would say that by raw quantity, the gorillas have way more bad albums than good albums <laughs> let's let's go through it let's go fucking through it uh, uh i can't i gr- go on go on go on let me let me let me talk my shit for a second i was just gonna say i haven't listened to the album so it's like gonna be oh, hard to enough. play this game but but yeah let's let's see what you have to say uh the the original gorillas album uh, good, very foundational, uh, yeah. you know, kind of boring in some ways, but based off of the, you know, other stuff that they put out over the mm-hmm. years, 
but uh, was very revolutionary at the time. Uh, and it's still listenable. It's still good. Like I Come Home. No one's ever heard it. I don't <laughs> think anybody's ever listened to that album. Uh, Demon Days. Literal classic. Yeah. Like, it's not my it's not my personal favorite album. It's not yeah. even top two. But it's such a classic. It, yeah. You can't you can't argue with Demon Days. Uh, D-Sides is mostly terrible songs. <laughs> it's There's really only like two songs on there, maybe, that I'm like good with. Yeah. Uh, I really like uh, Rocket. Rocket is fun. Uh, the Fall. It's so unmemorable that I consistently forget that it exists. Yep. Again, if anybody likes literally any songs off of this album, let me know. Because mm-hmm. I would love to be Please, proven give wrong. Me, give me a place to start. <laughs> give me a place to start. Uh, Plastic Beach. Another classic. Phenam- yeah, I, I love Plastic Ph- Beach. Phenomenal album. Uh, I am not going to count the Demon Days live album. That's fine. But I don't know. Maybe it's good also. Who can say? Uh, Humans. Personally, uh, I think that Humans is their best album. I think Mm -hmm. they they really... uh, uh, And I say they, it's really only Damon Albarn. But also, like, is that fair? Because he collaborates with other artists all the time. Right, Could the core identity of Gorillaz really be tied down to just Damon Albarn? I don't think so at this point. I don't think so. Um, It's Damon Albarn uh, and Snoop Dogg. It's, it's it's Damon Albarn and every musician ever, yeah. pretty much, or or every slightly alternative right. musician. Um, Humans, I think, is the uh, ultimate distillation of every single idea that they have had for the last uh, two decades, almost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, the now, now, God, I hate it. <laughs> it's got some I'm decent sorry. songs. It's, it's it's got it's, it's it's got a couple good tracks. It's listenable, but it's so cowardly. It is it is listenable is the best word for it. Like it yeah. is it is like <laughs> created in a lab to be listenable, and that's uh, speaking, the only parameter. Speaking of created in a lab, Song Machine. Yeah, <laughs> Song Machine is literally them just shoving artists together with no fucking rhyme or reason. Yeah, uh, and like. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> it's experimental, but I don't think that experiment works. <laughs> yeah, I am. I, just everything that I, I, I don't want to speak too definitively, but everything I've heard of a song machine is just like, fucking okay. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, whatever, but I'm not, I don't, I just don't feel the need to listen to it. And their latest single, Cracker Island Th- Th- Thundercat, um... I said in our Discord uh, was so boring and repetitive. I'm going to find the post I made because I frankly, it's so not memorable that I didn't even, I don't even remember what I said. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, it's it's so samey. The new funk direction is kind of nice, but I always love when Thundercat is on a song, but I feel like it was totally underutilized for how great he is. The song never really evolves like ever. It's just the same riff on loop for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and you can you can also just, put the song on literal infinite loop and it wouldn't it's it's just cracker island i know that it's gotten some play and i know that some people i've seen them be like excited about it mm-hmm. because like it's the first single off of like a new gorillas project right um but like if you've got thundercat you fucking use thundercat right i don't understand why why thundercat is so like in the background over this fucking looping ass, samey ass riff just for the right. entire thing. Um, but like, if you put all of that together, that's only, in my opinion, that's only four good albums to their, you know, nine, 10 fucking. Yeah. I think 10, nine or 10. Yeah. Um, and like, I don't, I don't know where to categorize that in my brain. <laughs> um but yeah maybe that whole rant uh maybe people maybe like everyone hates hated that will will pop (laughs) over my head on this one but uh i'm like i I want to be more defensive of gorillas when when you get like this um which you do every time gorillas comes up but (laughs) i can't be because you're right like i 
I, it, it's they're so disappointing like they're so good and they're so disappointing yeah. um it's like i don't know I, I, in in my mind when the now now came out i was excited because it was a new girl's album and i listened to it and i was like this is good right and i listened to it again <laughs> i'm like no it's not like it's just it's just missing soul and since then at least I was like, stop making music, like, or, or stop. like pick a new genre and a new name and a new identity or something like this is this, this project is done. This project I, I is- think like the, the unfortunate reality that Damon Albarn is in right now is that, uh, everyone knows who the gorillas are, right. but not many people know how, who Damon Albarn is anymore yeah. Yeah. because, uh, uh, because like back in the day when he was like the the front runner of Blur, everyone knew who Damon Albarn was. Right. But then he went, you know, not quite anonymous, but like he's no longer presenting himself Pseudonymous. as himself. Yeah. Pseudonymous, I think. Yeah, that's a great word for it. And so I think it would be kind of hard for him to jump ship at this point. Uh, boo hoo! Also, like, yeah, like, but also, <laughs> literally boo hoo! Also, literally boo hoo! You, you can do it, Damon. You've got the fucking connections. I just don't want to see any. Like, I'm not saying never make gorillas music again. I'm saying please stop making bad gorillas music. Just you don't, you don't need to. Literally. Literally, like, let's get back to the pattern. I know everyone was fucking complaining when it took. Uh, fucking seven years between Plastic Beach and and humans, and mm-hmm. like five years in between Demon Days and Plastic Beach. Yeah. Um. But can we get back to that pattern? Yeah. Please? We don't need to do the Assassin's Creed. Let's p- spit one out every year, even though it's Se- bugged. <laughs> Seriously, now now is in 2018. Song Machine was finished in 2020. Uh. And and now in 2022, they're pushing a new project, and I'm like. Calm down. <laughs> Literally. Calm down. Is fucking Jamie Hewlett not overworked enough? Like, it's fucking... Stop making him draw shit. <laughs> like, let's chill the fuck out for a while. Um, uh, Literally. I, I give it... You know what? You know what, Damon? Stop making Gorillaz music for ten years and then come back with a fucking banger of an album yeah and i will be very excited damon if you're listening to this yeah thank you so much thank you for listening (laughs) thank you thank you for listening and you know what thank you for all of your the hard work that you've put into you know music throughout the years and you know you've like uh, despite everything we've said uh you know your your accomplishments cannot be understated but also Mm. (laughs) boohoo All right, on that uh, fucking sour note, after this very <laughs> sweet episode, uh, let's let's wrap it up. I think <laughs> let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> oh my god! Um, thank you so 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 much. Hey, uh, Joe, do you want to pick the theme for next episode that yeah, I want to be on? Yeah, this is, this is curious because I had one picked out, but knowing that you're not going to be my co-host for the next episode, I'm going to pick a different one. Um, all right, here we go. This is from our mod, Mark, and the song, or the, the theme is songs to play at a party you're hosting for bears, parentheses, <laughs> animal. And then That's, also, really it is good. further clarified, qualified with the bears are already your friends. <laughs> so, <laughs> a lot of information to work with. Um, so, and I, yeah. Y- you've got... You've got a lot to work with there, and I think it's going to be great. And um, I think you and your mystery co-host are going to have a good time with this one. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Well, thank you uh, so much. Uh, once again, to Turtle Lover 2244 for suggesting this theme for this episode. And thank you, everyone. Uh, for listening, uh, you can find us on Twitter at ArtGhostPod uh, for for all of the variety of updates and such. Uh, and uh, you can fucking vibe with us on our Discord or whatever. But honestly, mostly, I just want to like, since I'm going to be going away for a few weeks, um, uh, which sounds maybe more ominous than it is. <laughs> uh, but I I just want to really like. Thank you all so much for uh, for listening and supporting the show. And 
Yeah. And and being like so excited about it when new episodes drop and talking about it in the Discord, like y- y'all fucking rule, and it, and yeah. it rules every fucking other week to to release a new episode and you know see what people think about it and you know suggesting themes and everything it's yeah. fucking awesome and your support is incredible and i really appreciate y'all so thank you um yeah me too I, i'm echoing everything jupiter said um <laughs> you oh, hear but- that joe's a copycat yeah, I'm a copycat. I, I I would argue with you about this, but I can't. I'm, I'm a professional, so my phone's on silent, but it is ringing right now. My sister's calling me, so I oh gotta, shit, I gotta go oh, take shit. this. Oh shit, my I'm I'm unprofessional. Ring ring to put the ring in the episode. I'm unprofessional. Ring ring. Uh, my sister is calling. Whoa! Wow, it's, it's sister, weird. It happens the same time all the time, you know. All the time, my sister is calling me to coordinate some stuff about the surgery, which I'm literally going to talk to her soon about. Thank you so much. Bye. I love you. Bye. Cut out the love you. I don't. That's parasocial. <laughs> Maybe but I'll also just leave, leave all of that in. But yeah. <laughs>